0: welcome to how i work a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day i'm your host dr amantha imba i'm an organizational psychologist the founder of innovation consultancy inventium and i'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. Now, before I get into today's mini episode, I wanted to share something fun that I'm gonna be doing on September 19, 12 noon, that you might wanna get involved in. So, I get a lot of emails from people every week asking me all sorts of questions, ranging from topics they want me to cover on the podcast, how Inventium's unlimited leave policy is going, general career advice, how to gain momentum for an idea, and so on. So, for the first time ever, I'm gonna be running a live Ask Me Anything webinar event. So I'm going to be setting aside 45 minutes at 12 noon on September 19, and I'm going to be going through as many answers as I can to questions from you. That I can fit within that time. So, literally, no topics are off limits. So, you know, I might cover things about creating an innovation culture, trying to create the world's best workplace, um, unlimited leave and how to do it well, my daily habits and rituals to improve performance, my favorite apps and gadgets, how to start a podcast, um, going from being a manager to a maker, whatever you like, really. So, um, I would love to have you join us. I think if you like the podcast, you'll really enjoy this Ask Me Anything event. And, what's great is once you register, um, you can then send me as many questions as you'd like me to answer. And I'm going to be trying to get through as many as possible. So to book yourself a place, and it's totally free to book in, um, and I'll link to this in the show notes as well, go to bit.ly, so bit.ly forward slash so that's Amantha A-M-A, one word. So I'll link to that in the show notes. I would love to have you join and um, ask, a, ask a question, and hopefully I can help with the answer. Now on to today's mini episode, which is about how to use your work location to improve performance. So if you see Professor Cal Newport walking around the streets of Tacoma Park, Maryland, you might mistakenly think that he is simply taking a break or walking from his home to his office at Georgetown University. But what he's probably doing is trying to solve a theoretical computer science proof. After publishing the New York Times bestseller Deep Work, Cal Newport realised that different types of deep work benefit from different locations and routines. So Cal defines deep work as the ability to focus without distraction on a cognitively demanding task. But given most of us spend our days in a blur of email, instant messenger, and social media, he argues that many of us have lost the ability to do deep work. What Cal told me when I had him on the podcast a few months ago is he says he differentiates between the different types of deep work, which is actually an innovation that came after the original book came out. And he realizes that different types of deep work benefit from different types of rituals so what Cal does is at home he had a custom library table built that was reminiscent of the tables at the university library where he used to work as an undergraduate complete with brass library lamps next to the dark wood bookcases he told me that he has a ritual for writing where he clears off the whole desk and just has those bright lights shining right down on this custom desk and it's just him and the computer for a former managing partner of global innovation consultancy InnoSight, Scott D. Anthony, he has several offices outside his former one in Singapore where he can get into deep work or what he calls maker time. So what Scott told me when I had him on the podcast is that basically these other offices involve the conscious removal of himself from anywhere where he'll be tempted to get back into a manager mode. So airplanes are one of the places where Scott's productivity skyrockets. He says that airplane time, if you manage it with discipline, is tremendously productive for him. And for Scott, one of the keys to making this time productive involves getting onto the plane with a defined task that he's working on, such as crafting a new presentation or writing a chapter of a new book. It's basically looking at that chunk of time in his calendar as a real gift. And he then goes and works on that activity. Scott also tries to clear the decks as much as possible pre-flight. He needs to know that there's not a pressing deadline for a manager-related activity that's sitting over his head, because if it is, even if his time is allegedly focused on the maker task, his brain is going to be buzzing with the manager-focused activity. And then finally for Scott, he'll deliberately choose flights that don't have Wi-Fi. He says that once the phone is connected, it's just really hard to you know, help yourself and put it away. But if you remove yourself from temptation, you really have no choice. And when he's back on the ground in Singapore and trying to work on a task requiring deep focus, what he does is he um, basically removes himself where anywhere where he'll be tempted to get back into manager mode. So you definitely won't find him sitting in the office doing deep work, and instead you'll find him at a Starbucks or Costa Coffee or the America Club. And basically, when he's in that mode, he knows that after 90 minutes, his energy begins to go down. So he'll do a sprint at, say, Starbucks for 90 minutes, then the America Club for 90 minutes, and maybe even a session at the pub for 90 minutes. Now, finally, award-winning filmmaker Natasha Pincus, the director behind Godier's Somebody That I Used to Know music video clip, looks for opportunities to build the physical environment into her day, especially when working on a writing project where she's largely sedentary. As an example, Natasha conducts the majority of her phone meetings while walking because she has better fluency of thought when she's moving, and it's also a great way to get her steps up. What Natasha also does is then deliberately builds in breaks of repetitive movement to break up time spent sitting down writing. So she'll do a domestic task because it allows her to switch off the relationship between her mind and her fingers typing. So she loves repetitive actions and domestic tasks because it allows her to take the pressure off herself to produce something and instead she feels liberated to just dream and think. So she'll often put that in between a writing session to help break up her thinking. So for you, while the office was originally designed as the place where people go to work, there is clearly merit in thinking outside of the office for boosting productivity. That is it for today's show. If you liked it, if you found it useful, um, then why not spread the word and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit um, and uh, enjoy your work day today, perhaps working from somewhere other than the office. That's it for today, and I'll see you next time.